0: words where we speak life to influence people. This is Ross Jelseth, your host, and today we add yet one more topic to, I think, this is our 45th podcast and we've covered a significant amount of ground. Today my guest is Dale Rush, a friend, a man I've known for several, several years, and we're going to discuss what I would T- I w- what i would say my title will be I'm i'm curious to see what this guy's going to tell me but uh for right now i'm going to say we'll title this serving well now dale rush as i knew him as i know of his past and he's going to tell you a lot more but i first met dale attending church at life center in tacoma washington here mm-hmm. And uh, our paths cross periodically, high energy guy, great enthusiasm, servant's heart. But I best got to know him at a stage of his life which we're gonna talk about in a few moments. But I'll keep you as a captive audience for right now and we'll get to that point. So Dale, welcome and thanks for being with me today. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, I'm excited to have you tell your story and and to influence people. Our theme here is how we can help people be the best that God would have them to be, be better tomorrow than they are today, be encouraged, be lifted up, and just try to speak encouragement into people, which you are so good at. Uh, So Dale, give us your background. I know that your upbringing a little bit of, but tell us about that and then let's get into your vocation, so to speak.
1: I know you were part of a couple different business ventures. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Born in Glendale, California, to uh, Mom and Dad Rush out there in Glendale, yeah, uh, Glendale, California. Uh, dad's a salesman. Mom's a nurse. Got two two children in the house. Two children to raise in California. Dad's traveling as yeah. a salesman. Yeah. Mom's yeah. Uh, raising the children. Get an opportunity. My father lands some work back east, and so we travel across the country with everything we own, dog included. In the, uh, <laughs> what was ninth, the dog's name? Uh, Jigs. Jigs, okay. Jiggs. We travel in the 1946 Chevy. I just found a picture of it the other day, oh, wow. and uh, I recall it shiny black. I recall the dog got out of the uh, car at an intersection on this cross country trip. Oh. A lot of tears, oh. and I had the opportunity to explain to my parents that that was my brother who had left the door ajar oh while I while gosh. we anyhow. Jigs made it to Philadelphia. My father uh, went immediately and began looking uh, with the employer in the Poconos, which, as you know, is the honeymoon capital of the world there mm-hmm. in northeastern Pennsylvania. Yeah, we spent two years with the cousins and. In the Philadelphia home with the grandparents, who you have to realize had never met us, we just arrive, and, <laughs> arrive and wow. bail out of the car with the dog the yeah, thing, and everything, wow. and we end up there two Here years. Here we are. Here we are. We end up there two years, and Dad takes off. I'm sure early on a Monday morning and starts looking to relocate. It took him a while. Two yeah. years. He worked, uh, but uh, we end up in the Poconos, and uh, we end up on the same. Russ, we end up on the same street for the entire high school, grade school, kindergarten, right on the same street. Yeah. Same landlord, three different houses, but there we were in the Poconos. Yeah. Kindergarten starts, I go all the way through the kindergarten and that in kindergarten all the way to ninth grade. Then I have an opportunity to repeat ninth grade. (laughs) I was thinking about that, I had the opportunity to repeat with strong urging from my (laughs) Both my, uh, actually my mother at that time, because my mother had uh, passed away at that time. So ninth grade, uh, strongly encouraged to uh, take a look at the results of my social life and my my interest levels and maybe consider doing it over. Yeah, I got you. What a miracle that was in that uh, brand new Catholic school opening, first graduating class from this school, 24 students. My mother is appointed. Uh, She's now raising three boys on her own as a single parent in in 1956. So she has her hands full. But she's appointed as the secretary of this brand new Catholic first grade to ninth grade. Yeah. So... I enter as the oldest of yeah. the 24, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it just gives me, it just thinking and reflecting on it now, it just gave me so many opportunities. Uh-huh. In addition to riding with my mom every day to school, I mean, yeah, yeah. no not bus. Everybody, not everybody gets to do no that. No bus. Yeah. Uh, uh, wow. Able to go to the office and not, uh, you know, shudder about what was going to go on by going uh-huh. in that office. Who would have ever known?
0: How did you end up
1: from Pennsylvania to Washington? I ended up here as a result of walking into the dormitory at Palmer College of Chiropractic yeah. on graduation 1965 to see that there were uh, seven other men, there were uh, four bunk beds. Okay. Uh, seven of them had been taken okay. so I'm walking in from <laughs> the Poconos yeah. with everything I own as a yeah. freshman and I remember all of them just pointing to the only bed left, threw the backpack up on there. They were all from Washington. Oh, wow. Every one of those young men entering Palmer College that year yeah. were from the state of Washington, sent by chiropractors, yeah. had been attended to by chiropractors. Yeah. So I'm in I'm in a dorm room with these Washi- Washington. The
0: rain men. Pe- the rain people.
1: Yeah. Wow, and how that played a role then. Yeah. I had been encouraged to go to chiropractic college by the principal, the Catholic priest that really moved into our lives and took over after my father's passing and helped spearhead the uh, and mentor the three of us as yeah. well as my mother was his yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right-hand person in the so office. So in
0: that regard, um, <clears throat> we talk about this theme of serving and serving people, serving others, serving well, there was a man who filled the void totally. that you needed filled, totally. i.e. a male role model in the family, totally. someone that would guide you, someone came alongside of you, you look back on that, and that may be part of the reason that Dale Rush became the person that I know him to be in serving others. So beyond the chiropractic field, you also entered into some
1: business ventures here, right? A Water company at one point? Water company at one point. I the the healthcare industry. <laughs> I had two offices. I had one in Olympia, one in North Tacoma. Okay. Uh, a little disenchantment after a while. A little restlessness. Yeah. Uh, a good friend of both of ours, Doctor Jim Kavizel, yes, of yes. the Mount Vernon area, who, yes. by the way, I met in the second week I was at uh, in Iowa, oh, wow. meeting Dean Simmons, Larry Baumel, some of these household yeah, names that we all I know. know. The yes, we all yes, know. Yes. Okay, they're all in part of this group, and Doctor Kavizel encourages me to consider not only helping people with shoes, uh, the right shoes, the right mattress, the right pillow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but how about the water they're drinking? What about Uh, the water quality that uh, they're drinking? Now I know the the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey used to say. I am between. Offices are dissolved. I'm on my own. I look in the phone book. I go to order water. I determine that the Seattle companies are going, the ads, and they're not coming to Tacoma. I'm in Tacoma seven days a week. I'm going. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that. so I load up the station wagon Ross, yes. with the cardboard signs and hit the streets running with the bottled water wow. in the back of the station wagon. Wow. And that was the birth then of the next seven-year experience. Yeah. And uh, wow. met a lot of people yeah. right wow. here in Tacoma, wow. in addition to the, the patients that, I'd had, that yeah, I had had yeah, met. Yeah. But this begins to build the story of the network of individuals and I think I want to say at this point, when I say that the reason I have these individuals in my world of my network is because I made myself available. Yeah, yeah,
0: that, that's good, that's good. And and sometimes we have to be open to what it is and who it is that God puts in our life. We can walk by opportunity, we can walk by relationships, and or we can go, and I, I use this uh, in teaching, uh, you know, Jesus walked everywhere he went. And he did so, and he did so slowly because he wanted to see what was going on amongst the crowd. He wanted to meet, he wanted to minister, he wanted to affect. And so, a great point there. You you build a network by being Being available. available. To what it is. Being open.
1: Yes, be open. Being welcoming in your body language. You know as a coach, your body language told me more than... That's a billboard right there is that body language.
0: That's a good point. More so
1: than what you spoke to me and how you talked to me. It was that body language, how you entered the room. What kind of a space did you provide for me? And I was was financially... (laughs) I mean, I was down to my last, you know, kind of last dime on this. And so... As someone once said, and I think it's good, I'd talk to a telephone pole if they'd stand still. You've heard it before, if they'd stand still long enough. And so I began to talk to people. Yeah. I had a driving need yeah. to talk to you. Yeah. yeah, To check your temperature on the product that I believed in that I had in my back pocket out in my car as to whether you had any interest level in that. So and, I had to learn the and, body language. And the, and the, the body um,
0: language... And then the verbal communications. Let me go back to what you just phrased so well. Talking about body language, talking body into a room. And I've used this expression before. When some people walk into a room, no one knows they walked in. But some people walk into a room and everybody knows they walk in. Why? It's because of presentations. Walking in with eyes open, a smile, a resonance. It's like a handshake, firm handshake. It's like... That person flipped the switch when they walked in light came on as compared to walking in subtly, eyes on the floor, not making eye contact. Hiding out. The darkness prevails. The light goes on with some, the darkness prevails with others. Let's go, Dale, to uh, my perception. So getting to know you a little bit and then uh, the next thing I know, you are a part of the ballet service at the Hotel Morano. Now, most people that go to a place that has ballet service expect pretty good service, right? That's Absolutely. It's an, expect- an expectation. Absolutely. But, but let, me, let me segue into my perceptions. So I would leave Life Center and Life Christian Academy and occasionally, drive to downtown Tacoma. And on the way, I would wonder to myself, I wonder if I'm going to see Dale. And it was disappointing when I didn't find you there. But more case than not, I did find you there. And part of my anticipation was this person I was going to meet. So let me start with some questions here, okay? Because let's get beyond my perception. Tell us what attitude you brought every day to that valet team. Because it wasn't just yourself. There were other people who were part of it but what attitude did you bring when you decided i'm going to be a part of that valet service first of all what caused you to want to be a part of it and then two what
1: attitude did you bring i wanted to be a part of it because i i liked the product i liked the Mm. idea that this was the finest hotel in tacoma my hometown now so good had two businesses had a bottled water business worked another experience this is my hometown yeah this is my town so this is your and this place. is the best this yeah. is the best hotel in this town that's good that helped me identify also the position when i was asked and questioned not severely but scratched they were scratching their head a little bit you're you're a doctor you're you're a retired yeah. professional yep. what, what are you doing here what are you what what are you doing here yeah. and i remember the conviction with which i already knew in my heart and my spirit i want the front door I want mm. the doors to open and I want to be given the opportunity to approach with my skill set, mm. help people feel welcome. And when we talk about what was the daily thought uh, there at the front doors, in a nutshell, I wanted to create long term friends who were total strangers. Wow. Wow, wow. Total wow. strangers, don't know. I do, I'm on the other side of the doors, yeah, the yeah. door's open, they don't know where the cafeteria is, they, they don't know where the bathrooms yeah, are, yeah, they yeah. don't know where the elevator is. Yeah, yeah. I do, yeah. I have a gift, I'm about to give it away. But driving behind us, I love people, and I want lifelong friends. Yeah. And I was able to, because it was given, I was thinking about it, you have to give people the equipment. I, I could come there every day, and I think you'll agree, park my car, smell good, haircut and a whole bit. But you need the equipment to perform. Uh, It's a stage. So good. It's a stage and I had a role and I knew what the role was when I talked them into are you sure you want? I said I know I don't want food service. I know I don't want the conversation at the front desk. Yeah. The conversation at the front desk has absolutely none of the ingredients Mm. and I use that word that's like you know, Grandma's beef stew. The reason it was so good is because she knew what ingredients to put in that stew. Yeah. You can have a lot of stew, but and then you got to have Grandma's stew. Yeah, she puts those also, ingredients. You also need Grandma's stirring. Stirring it. That's right. So, in that, in that regard, yes. you
0: had an appreciation for the potential of the position's output, what it could do for people. You saw beyond a job. You saw an opportunity to serve people. By providing an experience. Absolutely. And that's exactly what it was. Absolutely. I remember the good feeling I got when I left my car occasionally with valet service. Thank you and so much. here was Dale. Thank you so and much. And he went above and beyond. I, I never once had a concern about my car and where it was going to go, <laughs> who I'd given it to, because I trusted you. But it was your spirit. So you saw in the position maybe something... That the people at interview didn't even see because you talked about really full service delivery, not just being by the door or not just opening the door. No, I had right? a motive. You had a motive. I, I you had, gonna, I had, you a, I had you a goal. Gonna, you had a goal. My <laughs> well, goal, goal was to build relationships and attract friends, lifelong totally. friends, totally lifelong friends. friends. And what? Let's let's do this. <clears throat> let's play a little memory game. The memory game. I the question I would ask you. What percentage of people do you think were total strangers to deal rush when they walked in? Would it have been 25%, 50%, 75%? Se- 75%. So most had, people. Most people, it was first impression. First impression? I mean we had you.
1: Cause I, I would look at the I, I would look at luncheons. Yeah. And I would look you at events. I'd like to think who was coming and like you, I'd anticipate the opportunity to hopefully, we're busy, I mean if you're trying to get there at, yeah. a, at three o'clock yeah. uh, or two o'clock there's going to be a lot of, but I would hope that as you said back to me, I would hope I get to see you even so you, if it was just so an eye contact
0: or it, a wave or something. So that's taking it to a higher level. You were even anticipating who you might see on I, a given day absolutely. because you could study who was coming and what events who might be there. Wow, you were doing your homework, my friend. So, let's talk about other members of your team. Uh, You have this infectious personality. Uh, You engage well with people. Uh You're open, your eye contact is exemplary, which is one of the skills that I try to help people understand, particularly people that are interviewing for a job or having a conversation with someone they don't know very well. And that is eye contact is crucial. To look people in the eye, like you and I are doing right now. Totally. And to to read your expression, to read your body language as we're talking. Yes. For you, then, these other people that came along as a part of your team. I got to interview them. You got to interview them. You got to, <laughs> you got to choose your
1: team. Some of them were short interviews. Were they? <laughs> Real Just, short. You knew they couldn't. Can I do give it? you an example of that? Sure. How they. How they parked their own car on the curb. Oh. How they slammed their own door, oh. uh, how, how they talked to the attendant who could become their co-worker after the interview, how the body language between the two of them, which I watched going on. Wow. And that shortened up quite a few interviews. <laughs> wow. Uh, let's when, let's... When, you, when you're not treating yeah. my, my brother, team yeah. uh, brother, well, well, and you've got a body language and some verbiage going on that I don't need to hear, but I'm seeing what's going on down there. That's going to be a short interview, yeah. as you, I'm sure you, you've had also. That yeah. just tells me volumes right there. And I saw you slam the, your own car door, and I'm hesitant to walk down there and look inside yeah. because if you're not keeping your own space clean, yeah. we're keeping our space yeah. clean and spotless yeah, 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 here. So, so the people you hired
0: um, to come oh. along and become a part of your team. Mm-hmm. Being around you, I've got to believe that your infectious energy and your servant's heart and you're wanting to provide more than just the casual experience, they had to have caught that.
1: Some of them did. <laughs> <laughs> and they became able to take over rather than me doing 24, 48, 72. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it helped me understand that I could delegate to a couple of my frontliners and I knew that they had been with me and associated with me long enough for us to have as we say got the big picture they got it this is just not this this is a this there's a reason behind all this there's a purpose behind all this and scripturally if we can go there I discovered a scripture and own it and that is There's a scripture that talks about, I might paraphrase, that there was a man sent by God Mm -hmm. to, I believe, intersect with a total stranger, had no clue. That was the day, that moment, on that intersection, and lives changed. Well, certainly they did because uh, it was a man sent by God. When I took that on as a mantle, I began looking, and still do to this day, every opportunity of a person crossing my path yeah. on the way in at the Met Market, uh, earlier this morning on the dog walk, uh, yeah. Sec- yeah, yeah, every yeah. person mm-hmm. then, for me, yeah. becomes possibly, because I have the gift. Yeah, you, you do. <laughs> I have the you gift do. You do. of forgiveness. Yeah. I'm a forgiven person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just starting there, yeah, yeah, we could yeah. go on there, yeah. but I'm forgiven. Yeah. <laughs> I can look you in the yeah. eye. I can hold on to your handshake a little bit longer yeah. because there's what you see is what you're getting. yeah. And so I help the young men understand. First, I want conscious. I want you conscious. I want you authentic and real, and I'd been able to determine that through the interview process. Certainly, are you authentic, or are you, is this a stage here that's showing me yeah, yeah, one yeah, thing? Yeah. You know, that's because that, pe- people will recognize the difference real quickly. That's one of the myths that I'm helping every chance I get dissolve. Yeah, we are not one person in this space, and another person at home, or at the gas station or in the line uh, at the YMCA. You're not a different, that is a myth that needs to be destroyed forever and ever. It was told to me one time, you're not cranberry, you're not orange juice in one place and cranberry juice somewhere else because you and I've heard that way too often. I don't do this at home. Uh, uh, my, My attitude is different at home. Well, I'd like to talk to your family to see, because <laughs> I don't think it is. I think you're the same cowboy all over the planet. This, remi- uh-huh. this,
0: this reminds me of a saying in my book, which yes. you purchased several copies of, which I appreciate. But one of the coaches sent me an expression <clears throat> about relationships and It's in that chapter. And it's a simple phrase. And he, the phrase is this, be where your feet are. So you're the person where your feet are, that's where you're planted for that moment and be the very best person you can be. Don't leave your mind somewhere else and part of you there and part of you somewhere else and the person that's in front of you is not important. So be where your feet are. Let's talk about another element of this. You mentioned providing more than. In our culture today, I hear so many people say, well, they do, as what's, they do what's to be expected, but not much more. Let's talk about providing more service. So when you said, I didn't want to just be at the door, I wanted to provide more when they got through the door. Totally. What, I wanted to answer the questions that I knew they had. Absolutely, I'm looking for a lifelong friend. Well, but in, to get lifelong friends, you had to extend more effort you had to serve beyond what they were even expecting, meaning you were attentive to, I'm sure through reading body language and knowing it had they been there before or first time, whatever, you were perceptive in terms of, well, not only do we open the door and greet you.
1: But, but we reach for the luggage right because, then. There you go. Because yeah, they've been, there you we're go. reaching for the luggage. We also assist if they're with another individual, we make sure that door is open too. We don't want people tripping over each other. Yeah, so yeah, again, yeah. as you were going there, just I'm reading it from the curb. Yeah, I'm reading it from the curb. I'm seeing the car approach. I'm teaching my men to position themselves to see the car coming and wow. move towards wow. the car that's an arriving guest. I've learned more about serving that's in that venue than I ever would have thought
0: would have existed. I would have never thought. That your guys were trained, your men were trained to watch and position Position
1: themselves.
0: You remember to be in a great position to serve.
1: To serve, yeah. You can tell as you approach a car whether they want it open. I mean, if if they're on the phone, do not open the car door on a man or a woman that's on the phone. (laughs) The little things. Put the trunk down gently. So
0: good. Yeah. So,
1: but position the rewards of positioning properly in that on that stage, yeah, yeah. Murano lobby, yeah, yeah, front door. Yeah, I'm the headmaster, yeah. I got the controls. Yeah, yeah, I know what I'm look, I know what I'm excited about that I got up early yeah. to come down here for. I yeah. know my goal, my objective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, can't wait for them to cars to start showing up and my mm-hmm. team. I wanted them positioned and not distracted away from you and your wife or your family arriving as a guest wow. and we did it well and we won awards for it uh, I pride myself on my team I just had a phone call yesterday from a young man there's an alumni of our team at the Murano as a yeah. bellman yeah and uh, had asked for the uh, rewrite of an application uh, to re-enter a new industry right glad to write it i think he was blown away when i said i've got the copy of the one i wrote for you two years ago I'm yeah. just up the dates a little bit because then i reminded him you're the same person Yeah, i don't have to change any of the words yeah. again going back to you're the same person yeah, yeah your yeah. character your integrity yeah your desire to serve wow. so uh yes i'll have the letter out later for you so good
0: um so we put this into context you you use the analogy of there's a stage there yes there's there's a platform there's people there's intersection of people so let's apply that to the public and think with me for a moment of all the intersections of people throughout the greater Tacoma area in a given area or across the United States, wherever it might be. So, let's talk about the context of the stage or the platform that people might be on that you and I never see but they're serving. Uh, In my book, I refer for example to a team of people within a hospital that provide care for a a patient. They have hundreds, but eight patients. And over the course of 24 hours, there might be one or two doctors, there's teams of nurses, the chain shifts. That's correct. But at some point in time, they're all serving that same patient. The communication that's got to go on, the perception that's got to go on, the willingness to go very slow and observe what's going on with the patient and then communicate to somebody else. This is one example. But it's the example of teamwork and serving because it goes from shift to shift to shift, potentially three shifts of nurses, two teams of doctors, whatever it might be, all with the same patient. So talk to us about just the general context of serving well. What's imp- What should be important to people about
1: serving well? Identify, think of it, think of your day think of your stage yeah. as an individual think of your stage but think of your role what's your role yeah so good what's your role so good we don't need two quarterbacks where do you we don't need we don't so yeah. we in dancing one leads one follows yeah. uh, dancing the uh, two people trying to lead we understand what that looks like <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That, that, that's clumsy that's yeah. awkward yeah. understand your role now, how do I determine my role ask others. Ask others, where do I, what where would do you, I fit? Yeah, where do I fit best? Yeah. When you show up on the committee list, uh, when, you, when you fought so hard to bring the refreshments and you wouldn't take no for an answer, that would indicate you really enjoy that role. Gotcha. Now on the uh-huh. other one, when they needed the printouts of what time everybody was about to be there, you shied away from that and I did too because I don't, I'm just still learning how to turn and, turn on the computer no less do all those printouts. Yeah, yeah. Understand your role. Understand uh, your audience. Mm. I think, I, I'm convinced at this uh, early stage of my life, I think there's a lot of individuals that have the skill set beyond. They know their skill set. Mm-hmm. They have their heart's desire mm-hmm. to know what instrument they're going to play yeah, yeah, yeah. in the band. Yeah. I'm watching you play the violin. Uh, uh, violin. Oh, they yeah, know. Yeah. They got. They're packing the violin. Yeah. etc. But they, they, it, 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 you've got to understand that and, and accept the fact that you need a stage. You need a role, and you need to understand what role you're going to play. And sometimes you need to step back from that role and let it go and relinquish it, even though you know, well, I could do that blindfolded kind of an expression. You need to you need to bob and weave, I guess, coach. Uh, you know, the X said I was supposed to be here, the O said I was supposed to be there. and I need to just role play with this. But be authentic through the whole process. But be willing to give up the leadership if that's necessary. And I know you.
0: And, is that, and, and that. is that part of the audience that you're working with? Because somebody else may maybe you're, your perception. Of who? Talk a little bit more about perception of the audience. The as audience, you, as you perceive audience. What's important? A couple of couple of. Uh, these are keys, these are tools for to yeah. perceiving an audience.
1: I've got it. I've got it to share with you. Yeah. We're all going to be remembered for something. Okay. I'm going to throw out That's good, that's good. My second grade teacher. Okay. I know her name. I remember her space. I remember how I felt, very key word, how I felt in her space. Second grade wow. teacher. To the point where I thought every female on the planet operated like Mrs. Jerk, you know, my yeah, second great teacher. great teacher. What a big surprise. Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> huh? Right? Not, not ever. They oh. weren't all quite the same. Okay. I think that when we deter, we're going to be remembered for something. What do you want to be remembered for? Yeah. What do you want to, what do you want to be remembered for? Now, if I position you where you're able to figure out on your own, your audience, you know as well as I do in looking at the progression, let's say, of the students under, that teacher. Mm-hmm. And there was this haunting thought, you know, I think I'll switch here. And everybody excelled. Because of an insight that you're qualified, you're best suited, but your audience really is the kindergarten. Mm. Not the not the juniors and seniors. You would function with that skill set, with that proven track record, and I've run yeah, the video yeah, yeah, yeah. and I see where I see how you can perform against sports. I see you run the route. I see I know you can turn quickly and have your head turned before the ball's even in the air. I understand yeah. that. Yeah. But I'm just feeling like your audience should be the seventh and eighth grade boys, let's say. Mm. Not the So in that not regard, not the uh, So in that yeah.
0: regard, yes. part of finding your space is just knowing, knowing your audience. Knowing your audience. Figure
1: out your audience. Yeah. Where do you when play? you're not getting the res- yeah, you know, Yeah? Where where, you, where do you play best? Where are you getting yeah. how are your re- you know, again how how are your results? Yeah. Uh, you know and as soon as you see that uh, head bob thing you know yeah. not as good as it could be let's reposition you Yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you figure out who is your audience yeah. I have taken the time to figure out my my ideal audience yeah. I know it down to a science as a matter of fact I'm looking diligently now and daily for the next stage personally I'm looking for the next stage and I've got some, I know my audience yeah. and I also have it honed in that I know what role I want to play with that audience. Hopefully this is helpful to a lot of people. Without giving
0: you away, uh, away your age, we're talking today to Dale Rush. 76. 76 years old and he is talking to us today about waiting to play to yet another audience right. and the role that he yeah. wants to play. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about <clears throat> life's learnings. And at the stage of 76, and I'm not far behind you, we've learned, we've learned a lot from life, haven't we? Wisdom. Wisdom. And we have the opportunity at this stage of life- Give it away. To give it away. It's a gift. It's a g- the, the 40-somethings don't have it yet. The 30-somethings don't even know they need it. The 20-somethings aren't even looking for it yet. But here we are at the stage of life where we can give back. We can give away. We can serve people by sharing. But it starts, as you've said today, Dale, about relationship, about getting to know and being observant and then being in a position to share. So in terms of wisdom, just... Summarize what life has taught you.
1: Right off the bat that all of my relationships are a reflection of the relationship with myself. Mm. Wow. Repeat that. All of my relationships All of my relationships. All of my relationships are a reflection. We know that. That's mirror looking at you, looking at trace paper, reflection of the relationship with myself wow that's powerful because I'm entering into this space right here with you today yeah, yeah. without that knowledge in that relationship that's healthy sound solid yeah. authentic yeah, yeah, yeah. real yeah. conscious yeah. yeah. I'm kidding you yeah. and kidding myself yeah, for a yeah, long yeah, period yeah, yeah. of time this relationship's only gonna this is going to flatline
0: real quickly. What's the expression I've heard periodically? Comfortable in your own skin. You know who you are, <laughs> and you, you know that from a standpoint of then being able to be the best possible Dale Rush you can be in connecting with people and serving people, and now talking at the age of seventy-six about your next audience and what you
1: feel you can do with I can them bring to the table. Sure. Profound. Sure. Profound. Uh, All of my relationships are a reflection of myself. Wow. Now, when you and I, I'm going to go out here a little bit. When you and I are in the Word yeah. on a daily basis, yeah. that's a conversation. And every relationship, every relationship benefits from a level of, a degree of, a level of conversation certainly. and yeah, that conversation certainly. can go to the deep end of the swimming pool or stay in the shallow end at yeah, the yeah, waiting yeah, pool yeah, in yeah, the yeah. conversation yeah. one of the challenges that's for me has been over the years wisdom is to understand that not everybody wants to sit courtside in a relationship mm, yeah, yeah I yeah, do yeah. yeah 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 but that's why the diagrams have 400 level 300 level. <laughs> 200 level and 100 level. Pick your, pick your spot. So, yes, Uh-oh. the heart says, I sure wish. <laughs> the relationships were all 100 level. But you and I, with our wisdom, understand there are some individuals, you and I could be down there at that 100 level. And we have been, yeah, yeah, UPS, yeah. Fieldhouse, wherever, yeah, yeah. right on the court. Yeah. They're comfortable at the 400 level yeah. in the relationship. Yeah. and they're, But here's the hope. They can move down. Yeah. Next time we see them, they, you know, they, the, 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 the conversation could yeah. go on a little longer. Yeah. Maybe it, this time it could be about their family, something other than yeah. than the the shallow conversation that, because the relationship is the the conversation and the relationship that that, that that that's how that goes. And now we go to our prayer time. How's that walk if there's no conversation going on often? Every morning, every so good. day, every so good. moment, so good. this is your best. You and I have a mutual friend, and we both. And uh, we share that mutual friend with the hope that the seed of that mutual friendship that we have, you and I. Will fall on good soil, but even our Lord and Savior had the same uh, issue there the, with the soils. Yeah,
0: exactly. He had the yeah. gift. Yeah.
1: wanted to give it away, and like yeah. you said, he walked the town. Yeah, he was looking for the opportunity to give it, give it away, but it didn't all, it didn't all fall on good soil. But there's that hope too, like I said, that the next time the conversation, next time you come to lunch at the Morano, you'll have a little bit more time. I'll read that a little differently and I'll get to ask you yeah. some other quit, and we will deepen our connection then in yeah, our yeah, relationships. Yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. In our Dale,
0: this has been everything I anticipated it would be because I've I've just respected you for so long for how you've served people and how you were always concerned about others. You made me feel like I was somebody special and I was yet one more person walking <laughs> through the doors, leaving my car, will you take care of this? <laughs> you took service to a, a high level. So here we are today, people. We've talked about, we started out talking. My intention was to talk about uh, Dale Rush serving, mm-hmm. but we've talked about the importance of audience. We've yes. talked about the importance of positioning. Yes. We've talked about the importance of relationship. We've talked about the importance of communication. And the thing that I want to leave with people is Dale's, in, Dale's passion for helping provide more than to people. To help them in the intersections of life. I use the analogy, and I've said this several times in this podcast series. You know, when we, when we enter into a conversation with someone, mm-hmm. we might be the only encouraging word they get that day.
1: Totally agree with that. Could
0: be somebody standing in the grocery line. Could be somebody in a parking lot somewhere. Or it could be one of your best friends. They're having a difficult run through the last 24 hours. Certainly, they need someone to pick up the phone and say, "Hi, how are you? This is Dale. This is Ross." Or someone right in front of them just say, "Hey, you know, how is life? And what can I do to help you? And you're doing so well." So sometimes just speaking an encouraging word. Is so helpful, and and I just felt like when I came, when I would see you in the platform, in the uh, in the oh, boy, you're there, there, your front doors, yeah, exactly, yep, front yep, doors, yeah, at the Morano or at Life Center, your energy level was always
1: great, eye contact, I was, was looking was great. Well, I yeah. was looking for you, I was looking for you, and I'd have been disappointed because again, I knew who's coming to lunch, and yeah, we yeah, get there you plenty go. of luncheons there down there, go. and you're invited wow. to luncheons or dinners or whatever, and yeah. I looked forward to. The brief moment just to get eye contact with you and or just the handshake or the wave. But then there were other times, Ross, we got got a few minutes to talk family. Exactly. To talk family. 76
0: years old, grandparent, uh, husband. Talk to us about where you're serving in the community now. Not just the unintentional conversations you have with people. You're purposeful about that. But you're also intentional about serving. I know you're involved in, in youth baseball. You're signing help with signups the other day. <laughs> what, what are you doing to to get yourself in front of an audience?
1: I look at the uh, uh, I look at the, the social media every day and I look for young men or women or whoever opening businesses. Mm. I, I I get fascinated by who's who's gonna take a risk. Uh, who, who's going to, and, and once they're, what they're showing me, in other words, uh, in the brief with the pictures, logo on the truck, maybe uh, business card, whatever they're going to give me, Yeah, I get excited about seeing, okay, I'm going to give them a call. I'm going to connect with that individual because that product I think has some longevity. I think there could be some Mm -hmm. legacy going on here. Father, son, the family, something like that. So I'm looking for those opportunities. And I don't hesitate to dial them in and see again, 400 level or do you 100 level? Because I'll be in your driveway then. (laughs) I'll show you the sandwich board (laughs) that you need on the street to move your business past the level that it's at. Just to use that as that. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at people's uh, businesses and uh, trying to be available to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the baseball I- involves uh, two of the t- two of the three grandchildren and the my grandson Hayden, I've had the opportunity to take him and the team, the travel team and be yeah. the fundraiser, yeah. uh, head of the fundraiser so we could raise some fun. That required walking in making presentations with Hayden or without whatever, yeah, yeah. to businesses to secure finances so we could go to South Carolina to the Ripken Experience and take 14 families a year ago and have them have a lifetime. uh, And there there. again, you're doing it for others. You're coming alongside,
0: doing what you can do to provide experiences and opportunities for others. So yet, it's one more way of (laughs) serving. And if you look back on your lifetime, you've served in a lot of different ways and you're continuing to do so. Dale, thanks so much for being with us today. This has been wonderful. And what a great teaching for people to better understand you know, the whole essence of life, of being intentional and coming yes. with your best self and, and being the very best and going above and beyond what customer service uh, was even expected. And that's who you were, that's <laughs> my perception. So this has been Dale Rush and this is your host Ross Jelseth. Uh, thanks so very much again Dale and and for our listening audience thanks for being with us mm-hmm. this is yet one more uh, message which we want to provide for you about serving other people mm-hmm. being observant being the best person you can be for somebody else and as Dale has so capably spoken of today the opportunities to be observant of your audience and yes. be observant of who's walking in the door and then from there being the best person you can
1: be create memorable not forgettable, create, create memorable, memorable not, not forgettable experiences, so good. create memorable
0: experiences. Thanks. Thanks so very much. This has been yet one more session of Winning Words where we speak life to influence others. So God, we thank you very much for this time we have together. Lord, we pray that this would be a blessing to people. Keep your touch upon Dale and his family as he continues to be the person in this community that continues to serve others and interact with others and lift people up. So we thank you for this and for our listening audience. Thanks for being with us as we once again speak life to influence others. Take this to heart, people, and speak life to those around you, those that you don't even anticipate. Use it as an opportunity to be the best person you can be. Thanks very much.